Welcome to the ARC Experience, featuring the stories of self-advocates with disabilities and their families from around Wisconsin. Be inspired. Take action. And now for today's episode. Welcome to the ARC Experience Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Pugh of the ARC Wisconsin. Um, in today's episode, we're going to share with you what some might consider a family care success story. So you might remember that family care is our state's long-term services and support system and managed care. And when Andrea Curley, who is our guest, was 18 and had just graduated from high school, she lost her mother. And that's when she enrolled in family care and her journey toward learning how to be independent began. In fact, just recently, she made the decision to disenroll from family care. So we're going to find out how and why today. So welcome to Andrea and the member support manager at Andrea's former managed care organization, Shannon McKinley. Thank you to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Andrea, let's start at the beginning. I know this was many years ago, but still a really... Um, bad time in your life when you lost your mom. Can you tell us what was happening then? Um, I was basically, you know, staying at home, taking care of my mom. Um, this is maybe like shortly after I graduated from high school. And, um, and then that's when I met with, up with Shannon in family care. And um, Shannon has helped me with trying to transition into like trying to live on my own and that's when I moved in shortly after my mom had passed into family uh, family uh care an adult family home adult yep. family home. living with um Deb and Todd out in Plover and they've helped me um learn on how to um learn to move out on my own like trying to help like do the normal stuff like trying to clean, do dishes, stuff that I may have not known how to do, before, you know, out on my own. That's really quite a journey. I know you told me before the podcast that you're 37 now. So yes, I'm you know, 37. Quite, quite a few years ago, what, what was it like living in that adult family home and, and uh, how does that compare to where you're living now? It, it was actually pretty different. I mean, living in an adult family home to, to compare to what I'm doing now. Um, like I said, I've learned a lot of different stuff. Like I said, you know, on how to do like some of the daily stuff, like doing dishes, doing laundry, you know, making my, some of my meals. And now since I'm living out on my own, um, I've actually have been able to travel to, you know, like meeting family in different states and um, being able to do like, um, going to like, as you see my first Steelers game in Pittsburgh and, and stuff like that. And, but I, I had to like save money, you know, I wasn't able to do that when I was living in an adult family home. Mm -hmm. So in an adult family home, it sounds like you didn't have nearly as much independence or choices or to be able to go and do the things that you want to. Correct. Mm -hmm. So Shannon, do you work 
with a lot of people like Andrea who maybe wish they could be more independent and kind of move out of that sort of a setting? Well, <laughs> Andrea, is it okay if I share a little bit too? Go right ahead. So when Andrea was in the adult family home, it took a little coursing to uh, help Andrea want to move out on her own. Um, so when Andrea's name came up on the housing list and I approached her about like, hey, your apartment, you could look at an apartment now, we had to have some pretty tough conversations on what that looked like because- yeah, And I wasn't ready to move out on my own at that time. It took some tough conversations and um, Andrea did move out then on her own. And we also had to look at some finances and Andrea, you made the decision then to uh, learn to use the city bus and you've become very proficient at it. And you actually now are a bus buddy and she can help anybody in our community become familiar with our bus system. So there was a huge financial savings for Andrea um, having the bus pass, which Andrea was doing a great job meeting her long-term care outcomes, but then she was also able to meet some of her personal experience outcomes, some of her dreams and wishes. And, and the biggest one was her, your adventure to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and as your case manager at the time, I was uh, a little nervous, but we figured it out. We had a lot of conversations about how, what does that look like? You know, um, what do you need to have with you? Who do you reach out to when things get, if things go wrong, which they did not, thankfully. Once you moved into your apartment too, we made sure we had some supports in place. Like we had some daily living skills training because it was different being at devs as opposed to being in your own apartment and, and exactly. learning that. Grocery shopping, menu planning, all that good stuff. Um, so nothing happened overnight. It did take some time, but I think what Andrea and I both learned is that we had to move. We had to move when Andrea was ready to move. So much more still to talk about. We are going to take a really quick break and we will be right back with more from Andrea and Shannon. This podcast episode has been brought to you by Old National Bank. Old National Bank has been recognized by the National Organization on Disability as a leading disability employer and one of the best places to work for disability inclusion. Old National, fostering a welcoming workplace where people of all abilities, backgrounds, and skills can work together to accomplish great things. Andrea, it sounds like you were a little bit of your own barrier, at least in the beginning. You know, I know for a lot of people with disabilities, sometimes it's people around them, whether it be family members or other professionals who think, oh, you can never live on your own. You just don't, it's not going to be possible for you. You won't be safe. You won't be able to do everything. But it sounds for you, it was a little bit of your own kind of doubts. Is that right? Exactly. And then I, I do think like with Shannon and other, you know, caseworkers that I have had to help me, you know, kind of push me a little bit and, and stuff like that. And I'm still thankful that I'm still able to contact if I have questions or concerns or whatever, if I can't, you know, handle with my family or friends. Mm -hmm. You know, since you've come so far and you've gotten to achieve a lot of your goals, what is your advice for other people with disabilities who maybe are facing obstacles and they ha still have big dreams? Um, I know I, I can say like enjoy life, um, being able to enjoy what they can 
hopefully they can get, you know, basically opportunities to be able to do what they can and enjoy life because you never know when it can, you know, be short lived. Shannon, I'm curious what you've learned from Andrea and her journey. Lots. <laughs> um, wait. And Andrea and I kind of laugh about this because, again, we've been together for 14 years and we do some volunteer work together in our community now and have done some presentations together at the self-determination conference. And one of the things I learned is to slow down and that just because I, as a case manager, am excited mm -hmm. about something and see a glorious opportunity for someone, it doesn't mean that they're going to respond the same way I am feeling about it. And Andrea has really um, reminded me of that. She also gave me an opportunity to learn a couple of times. Andrea, I think one of the things you do really well, and I don't know that you always take credit for it, is that you're your own best advocate. Um, you're yeah. not afraid to speak up for what you want. You are very comfortable telling people that they're not doing what you want, that maybe they're exactly. taking your, looking at things in a way that it's not what your vision is. But I also think that you've um, come a long way in, in accepting some ideas about what things could be. Um, I don't know, Andrea. And I, and I think other people might have that fear too, not being able to speak up. It sounds like that's your major advice for people is to speak up. You know, Andrea, um, you, I don't know if you see yourself this way, but you really are a family care success story in terms of somebody who, you know, maybe started into the program as a young adult needing you know, a lot of supports and maybe people weren't really sure, can she live on her own? Will she be able to be more independent? What do you, what do you say about that? It's, it's tough at first, but you know, and I am kind of glad that I was able to be able to move out on my own. And I mean, I've seen other people that have other disabilities that may like, oh, I may not be able to do this, but then yet maybe able to talk to other people and say, hey, Maybe I can be able to do this and, you know, give it a try and, oh, and it's like, I may like this. All right. It has been so nice talking with both of you ladies today. I really appreciate you joining the podcast today. Thank, thank you, Lisa. You. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks, Shannon. Hey, thank you to our listeners, too, for listening to this episode of the ARC Experience podcast. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe and leave us a review. Help us get more listeners. Thank you again for listening. Today's episode of the ARC Experience was brought to you by the ARC Wisconsin, the state's oldest advocacy organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's funded in part by the Wisconsin Board for People with Developmental Disabilities. Our theme music, called Species, is the property of EY5Z and cannot be copied or distributed without permission. It was produced by Eleanor Cheatham, a composer and artist with autism.